my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you all are having an absolutely wonderful day today. And one thing I wanted to bring up, and the only reason I'm bringing this up is I've a lot of people have asked me about it, and they're kind of like, oh, what do you think about this and that? And everybody has this wild speculation of what's going on. In my personal opinion, I'm going to tell you right now, everybody's been talking about this whole nonsense with Bill and Melinda Gates getting divorced, those hoorah, hoorah, smoke, mirrors, theater, bread, circus, masses, obfuscation. I can tell you right now from the research that I've done on these two individuals how deep they are involved in the globalist takeover and the fact that Bill Gates is now the largest landowner of farmland in the United States. This is nothing more, in my opinion, than a breakup as far as in their control intentionally to expand their further control so they do not start getting into monopoly allegations and certain things like that. From what I've researched from them, their foundations that they have, from all the stuff that they're involved in, from their excessive amount of eugenics pushing through numerous countries, including India, which Bill Gates has been thrown out of, and they've actually tried to levy criminal charges on him. These two individuals are so complicit in some of the most heinous acts known to man all across the globe with their toxic vaccine pushing from India to Africa all the way to the United States now. This is what they have to do, in my opinion, at this point, is they're going to try to expand and push their control, and that way they can say, well, we're no longer together. We may have a joint interest in a certain foundation or a certain group, but now we're two different entities and so i don't buy for one second they're having marital problems or whatever crap everybody's been throwing up somebody said oh they're getting divorced because of epstein allegations dude both of them are complete and total weirdos she's the one that does interviews and has basically an inverted crucifix crucifix on her necklace she's the one that talks about total and complete population control and asserts to the fact that the vaccines are going to be the savior of man and all types of other nonsense they're both on the same page. I highly doubt they have ever actually even had much of a real marriage. That's, again, my opinion. But, again, don't let this nonsense be obfuscation to get you distracted on what's going on. They're doing this, in my opinion, to be able to allocate their resources, their assets, and everything they else else they have and basically be able to separate them so they don't get in any type of fiscal trouble with ever, whatever's going on with them. I don't know. But – I'm tired of hearing about it. I'm not going to bring it up anymore. Dad can weigh in on it. But no, don't write me. Don't ask me about it. I don't care as far as my opinion. It's like Shakespeare says, the world's a theater. These two are just two big old clowns that are there to keep everybody distracted right now with more fake news so that people don't actually look at what's going on, Dad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry to laugh. And good morning. Good morning, bud. Uh, This whole thing is just, like Austin said, it's just pure obfuscation. I mean, it doesn't mean anything. I mean, Bill and Melinda Gates, they've never had a real marriage. They don't know what Christianity is. They don't know what, who Christ is. They don't know any of that stuff. They're, they're a bunch of heathen. And, you know, they've had, they have an open marriage. I mean, every year he goes to the beach and spends a weekend with his ex-girlfriend, and his wife knew about it. I mean, they're, they're based, they haven't, they have, it's an open marriage. I mean, a lot of the secular people, they do that, which is crazy to me. It's sick. I mean, why be married if you're going to run around having sex with whoever you want to have sex with, whatever you want to have it? Plus, on top of that, he did 
frequent Jeffrey Epstein's island, according to some researchers, and he did have a relationship with Epstein as far as being good friends. And personally, I think I think Bill Gates is another you know Kabbalist weirdo. I do. I think he's just another weirdo who probably engages in all kinds of who knows what. And so, don't allow these people to give you any type of how should I say break from the from the from the torrid truth of the headlines. These these two are just clowns. It's, it's get out the popcorn. It's just a joke. They don't have a marriage. They never had a marriage. And, and you know, so you have to just get, get that. I mean, who cares? It's like the Prince Philip and Prince Weirdo and, and, and this weird girl and this, these other – Prince Harry. I mean, everybody knows Prince Harry, yeah. you know, not Prince <laughs> Charles's son. He's the son of the chauffeur. I mean, it's all about clown and circus shows. You know, my mom, it's interesting. When she got older, she got hooked on soap operas. Yeah, I know this is going to sound weird, but you know, I never watch soap operas. I can't stand that stuff. And she'd sit there and watch soap operas every afternoon. And she knew everybody who had an affair with who and what they did and where they went and how they lived and blah, blah, blah. And, I, and one day she was trying to explain to me one of the plots of one of these soap operas. And I looked at her and I said, Mom, for, for, the, for some reason you don't understand. I said, I don't care. I really don't care. And I really don't want to be bothered with this. That's what this is. They know this, the theater in the planet, on the planet, is what keeps the masses occupied. It's bread and circuses. It's, it's basically throwing out bread and T-shirts for the masses. Oh, here's, guess what? The Bill Gates, the Bill billionaires, they have yachts, they have this, they have that. They're getting divorced now. Who cares? They never had a marriage. Who cares? And the same thing with all the rest of the stuff that we see in the tabloids all the time. It's all about keeping the masses entertained. That's it. Now, i got to bring up one more thing here about the covid I had a friend of mine who basically is an attorney, and she said that she's had and heard numerous reports that various peoples who've come down with the COVID, either through the COVID itself or through vaccine shedding, they've had animals, and the animals have gotten sick and died. And, you know, and the problem with all that is is it's hard to vet that because there really are no statistics about the animals that are dying that are around people that have had the vaccine. So somebody asked me the other day, is that a possibility that the animals could catch COVID or get a variant of this whatever called spike protein, however it's transmitted, uh, the answer is yes, it is possible. I mean, they're mammals, you know, cats and dogs are mammals. And in the one study that was done that's been reported on so many times, in fact, several studies, every single cat and every single ferret that was exposed to this after they received the vaccine died. So you're telling me that the animals could die? I don't know. But, yeah, I guess they could if they were actually given this COVID injection or got some kind of shedding or, or died of a of exposure, I guess. I don't know. The statistics aren't out there. So don't quote me on that one. But just realize that there's a possibility that maybe that's why they didn't do animal studies. If every single animal died from septus, all the cats and all the ferrets, why do you think your cat, your ferret, or your dog, which is a mammal, is going to be exempt or immune from that? That's just a question I'm posing right now. Also, I need to get you guys to do me a favor. There's certain times in my life when people ask me to pray for them. I don't know how to pray. I mean, they're really, they're really, I don't, I don't understand how to pray. Uh, you know, I remember um, years ago, I was up in a church up in North Carolina, and the pastor was praying for people who had cancer. Now, this, this church is a big pork-eating community, big pork, 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 everything's pork. And, you know, pork's the number one cause of cancer globally according to the World Health Organization. And pork wrecks the immune system. So just don't eat pork, ever. Bacon, sausage, ham, pepperoni, hot dogs from pork, none of it. Don't put pork in your body, and don't put anything with sodium nitrite. But what was interesting, the pastor said to us, he said that day in the church, he was about to pray for these people who were dying, who were coming forward, 
to basically be healed. And he said something to the congregation. He goes, if you don't have faith for this person to be healed, I ask you to step out of the sanctuary and go out into the lobby. And I thought, whoa, I've never heard that before. And I thought about it, and I pondered it after the service, and I thought, he's right. You know, sometimes we have faith for things, and other times we don't have faith for things. Sometimes we have the faith to, metaphorically, I guess, move mountains, and other times we don't have the faith. Now, now why is that? Now, why is that with me personally? Well, here's the problem that I have. I've had people contact me now, and they've taken both vaccines, and they basically know how my, I feel about vaccines. In fact, many of them listen to the talk show. I mean, so they, and they've received all kinds of literature from me personally, yet they've got themselves vaccinated. All right. Then they contact me and ask me to pray for them. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know, that's asking, that's asking too much from me. I mean, because it goes back into this providentialism mindset. No matter what happens, it's God's will. And a lot of churches teach that. It doesn't matter if you step out in front of a semi-truck that's running 80 miles an hour and you give it five feet to stop. If the semi-truck hits you, splats you, and kills you, it's God's will because he didn't send an angel and dispatch an angel to pick you up in front of the semi-truck to keep you from getting squished. All right? So when we make decisions on our own and we make decisions on basically that we know are good for us, that we do it anyhow, then you know we've got to kind of realize that it's kind of on us at that point. Now, you can pray to God, I guess, but I don't know how to pray to God for you. Now, mind you, if you're forced to do something you don't want to do, if you're forced to do something like if somebody holds you down on a gurney and they strap you and they basically inject you, yeah, I'll pray for you. Then I've got faith to believe that God's restorative power will come in and clean back up your DNA and do that. But when you intentionally take it by yourself, it's kind of like the mark of the beast, isn't it? If you take the mark of the beast and then say, I know the mark of the beast is going to send me to hell. I got that one, okay? So the Bible says that. But I'm not going to – I'm just going to go ahead and take it because it's going to be easier. But then I want you to pray for me to get saved and not go to hell. And you're kind of like, <laughs> wait a minute. Doesn't the Bible say not to take the mark of the beast? So it's just one of those things. And so I'm going to read you part of this, this text stream that I got. And basically it says I took the second shot on Wednesday. Now they're telling me this, and they said that basically, uh, of course, I'm conflicted. And, and then, then I said – Basically, you know, then they asked me to continue to pray for him, and, and I said, I, I don't know how to pray. I mean, I really don't. I don't know how to pray for somebody who intentionally takes this shot and then wants me to pray for him. And then this goes on. It says, I know that this, the person goes on to tell me, I know that the vaccine puts toxins in our body, but hope and prayer that it will not have long-term effects. Time will tell. And, and I'm like, wait a minute. And I finally said, look, you're brilliant, but you made a horrible decision. But I, at this point, I don't know how to pray for you. Maybe you can suggest a prayer. And then, then they, she goes on to say, uh, pray the vaccine will do more good than harm. And I'm like, wait a minute. And I said, I, I can't pray that. This is a eugenics protocol. It's satanic. You know, Satan comes to rob, kill, steal, and destroy. Obviously, the prayers that I've prayed for you didn't work because you still took the shot. And I said, I need you to write out a prayer for me to pray. And I said, you know it was not God's will to take an experimental injection linked to thousands of deaths. This vaccine doesn't protect anybody. And, and she goes on to say that basically just try to understand that I had to comply. And I'm like, wow. And I said, you know, she's doing it because she wanted to be able to see her grandchildren. And I said, being dead won't help your grandchildren. And I said, the Bible, the word is always black and white. 
and I sent the Bible Hub of the actually the NIV version of where it said Jesus came to divide the families. And I said, and I said also, I said this has happened to my own family. Now listen to this. Now this is the reason, the re- whole reason I'm reading this to you is right now. Listen to me. Here's the words that I said in the next pair of sentence. I said, I said, you know, families get divided. And I said, sadly, this has happened in my family. Now listen to me. God does not require reconciliation, only forgiveness. Now, whoa, you guys are starting. I want you to read it again. Remember, say that one more time. God does not require reconciliation, only forgiveness. You have to forgive other family members. You, you don't know what they did to me. Well, yeah, it doesn't make any difference. I didn't ask you to go become buddy buddies with them. But I ask you that you have to forgive them. Why? Because we're commanded to forgive them. We're not commanded to reconcile. You know, Paul and Barnaby and Silas and a lot of these guys you know, had really big arguments in the New Testament. You could read about it. And they basically divided their forces and they basically went in different directions. They didn't, we know, as far as we know, we don't know if they've ever reconciled in the New Testament. It's forgiveness that we have to have. So when we have a family member that's done us wrong, if you get mad about it, you elevate your cortisol. When you elevate your cortisol, you decrease your digestion process. You don't digest your nutrients properly. When you don't have your digestion working properly, you end up not getting the antioxidants that you need in your diet, and you end up with all kinds of degenerative diseases like heart disease, diabetes, and cancer. So being mad at a family member because they messed with you or did something wrong to you a year, five years, 20 years, 30 years ago doesn't help. You know, I've got multiple people in my family that I really don't communicate with, and it's not that I haven't forgiven them because I pray for them every day. But every time I get around them, it's more conflict because they don't believe the way I believe. They don't think the way I think. And so when I try to explain to them from a rational standpoint why what they're thinking is wrong, and I give them the facts, and I give them all the data, it doesn't make any difference. like talking to a wall. So then I get frustrated. So why am I going to put myself through that? And so, you know, and we have to understand that. So when you have family members or loved ones or people that you know that have decided to get this vaccine, though, you basically have told them and warned them not to do it. Remember, these people have their own freedom of will. They do what they do. So I've learned this way with my family members that I basically have not been able to reconcile with because if they're not willing to reconcile and because at this point it doesn't matter, but I've forgiven them. The Bible says shake the dust off your feet. Okay, You can't allow them to force you into their viewpoints. You can because I bow only to the great I am and to Jesus Christ, my Lord and my Savior. And I'm not going to be listening to somebody else that I know is telling me the wrong information. It's so important that you understand that. But you got to forgive them. That's so many. Now, the reality is I'm not angry at my friends who get the shot. Now, I'm, listen to me, friends. I'm not. I'm sad. Okay, I grieve for them. I don't want to lose good friends. I really don't want to. No, sad, no, no, no anger whatsoever, just great sadness. And that's the way you've got to look at it. But, you know, I asked this individual, I said, you write me a prayer on how I'm supposed to pray for you now that you've done this, and I've received no such prayer from this individual. And you think, well, does that mean that they don't know how to pray for themselves? I don't know. But when the Bible specifically forbids you, like, you, ye yourselves are God's temple, and God's spirit lives within you, and if you destroy God's temple, he will destroy you. And you take a shot that we have close to 10,000 recorded deaths now. I mean, Tucker Carlson is even coming out saying there's 3,000 deaths of this on Fox. He's even coming out and saying this. Then why would we take an experimental vaccine? 
this morning I, I pulled up an article from Pfizer, and it was actually the, the description of this product as far as from Pfizer, and it went into detail on what it could and couldn't do and what it should and shouldn't do and, and how it worked and how it didn't work as far as what the COVID did. And, and, it, and it's kind of interesting because when I started looking at what it said, I was kind of shocked because it says – this is from Pfizer's own work. I, I, I posted this on the website. It says the FDA has authorized the emergency use of the Pfizer 19 vaccine, COVID-19, which is not, 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 not an FDA approved vaccine. The recipient or caregiver has the option, you hear this? The option to refuse this vaccine. It says that right on the warning label. It says the significant known and potential risks and benefits of the COVID-19 Pfizer vaccine and the extent to which such risks and benefits are unknown. Now, what the heck? What if it's telling you that you don't have to take it? It's telling you, though, they don't know what the heck's going to happen to you if you take this thing. And they're warning you and saying you don't have to do it if you don't want to. Why would people do it? Well, it's because of fear mongering. Now, Donald Trump's coming out and basically telling anybody who's practicing pseudoscience and basically refusing to be vaccinated and basically has vaccine hesitancy that they're just stupid. You know, to paraphrase what he said, they're idiots. You know, I guess he's I guess they're, they're part of the deplorable group now. Now, you think about that. That's Trump saying that. Trump, as he and Joe Biden have a, a how should I say this in a nice way, urinating contest on who should get received the, the, the uh, how should I say, the, the, the accolades according to the, about this vaccine. So now Donald Trump, who refused to support the January 6th marchers, who refused to basically, many of these people are still, by the way, still rotting in jail without any type of ability to get out up there in D.C. Just thought I'd mention that. He refused to pardon any of them, right? He pushed red flag gun laws in Florida. He pushed the vaccine while he was the presidency. He locked down the United States of America, including closing up Easter. He did. He's the one who did all of this stuff. He's the one who shut down the churches. Okay, he's the one who basically is responsible, according to him, for Operation Warp Speed with the thousands and thousands of deaths. And now he's telling you basically you're stupid if you don't want to take an experimental vaccine. That you're being ignorant and practicing pseudoscience. Wait a minute. Where is he coming from? I mean, is this the same guy who got us red flag gun laws in Florida? Oh, yeah. Is this the same guy who basically has a son-in-law, Jared Kushner, who's a Kabbalist, and a daughter who's a Kabbalist, who basically the witch and warlock family? <laughs> God. Yeah, same guy. The same guy who, was, who had Wilbur Ross basically bail him out in 1989 for billions of dollars when Wilbur Ross worked for Rothschild, Inc. Yeah, that'd be the same guy. So don't think that this guy and I, some of you still do that. Some I get these and don't, and don't please stop sending me letters about how much you love Donald Trump. Okay, stop. It's a circus show. He's the court jester. If they didn't want him in the media, they control ninety-five percent of the media. They wouldn't talk about him anymore, and he would go away. Just remember that. It's the media that keeps him alive. It's the media and the exposure he has on the media that's given him the opportunity to run for president again in four years. It's him and the media working together who you think supposed him, but they're not. They're using him as part of the narrative. Same thing with Tucker Carlson telling you that you know thousands of people have died. They gotta tell you what they're doing. They gotta let you know in case you're basically gonna make that decision to get vaccinated that just maybe you need to realize it's thousands of people dead and we need to give you the real numbers so the quote, they believe karma on the other side of a veil where they cross after they die is gonna be horrible for them and they're gonna be punished for what they've done. That's what all this is, guys. It's a circus act to try to mitigate, that's all they're doing, 
<laughs> their exposure to being punished on the other side of the veil because they know it's all real. Listen to the show we did yesterday, and you'll see all of that in Technicolor. Austin, what do you think, bud, and what's your next story? Well, you're absolutely right. And I mean, it, when Pfizer, the company that's manufacturing the drug, is telling you exactly, they're telling you exactly what it does and what it doesn't do. Nothing. We don't know. We don't know how dangerous it's going to be. We already know this is experimental. When you have Robert F. Kennedy coming out, who's basically been a huge proponent for clean vaccines. He's never been anti-vax at all. He's requested clean vaccines. And he came out, if you guys remember, a couple months ago, and he said the intervention of RNA injections is compared to genetically modified foods, which is very controversial. Unlike other vaccines, the genetic damage, which is not necessarily permanent from other vaccines, the RNA genetic damage can be irreversible and irreparable. He said even though the media and politicians are currently trivializing the problem and even foolishly calling for a new type of this shot to return to normality, this shot is problematic in terms of health, morality and ethics and also in the terms of genetic damage and he said once you get this shot you have to live with the consequences because you'll no longer able to be fixed by removing toxins from the human body like a normal shot this clearly means if vaccination symptoms develop after an rna shot neither i nor any therapist will be able to help you because the damage will be caused and it'll be genetically irreversible now whether you like robert f kennedy jr or not He's a very, very educated man, and there's a lot of people that have said the same thing. And what we're seeing now, Dad was just mentioning this, and this is what I want to elaborate on a little bit further. What we're seeing now is nothing short of essentially, to take it down to its most basic level, is a mob rule again. There has been news, 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 all the fake news, all the propaganda communist use you could possibly throw together has been on television the last three to four months and have been demanding, demanding that people basically get this shot. You don't question it. You don't ask what's in it. You don't wonder what it does. You don't do any of that. You get the shot because we told you to get the shot. There was a CNN host, Michael Schmerzkanis, big old ugly looking dude came on there and said that people who don't take the vaccine should be socially ostracized and shunned by their friends and family. So you want to know where this is coming from? People are being brainwashed, my friends. And what's happening is now you're having herd mentality, not herd immunity, herd mentality. The dumbest of the group is leading the group, which is ironic. And I'm going to say this is ironic because if you look back, you know, people are like, oh, well, human beings are much, much more, you know, advanced than animals and all this stuff. And I believe, you know, obviously we have souls. We're wonderfully and fearfully made in the image of God. But the difference between humans and animals, sadly, right now, animals never allow the dumbest of the herd to lead them. Think about that for a second. You never have the stupidest, most idiotic, most ignorant animal being the herd leader. What do you have? You have the strongest, most dominant, most alpha, sharpest, fastest animal leading the pack. You don't have the dumbest, most idiotic leader leading the pack. Human beings, unfortunately, because we're so smart, it's also a hindrance because of the psychology that can be used against us. We now have this psychological warfare being literally 
dropped on us like an atomic bomb right now in this country with propaganda. It's insane. I've never seen anything like it before in my life. And this guy goes on this cloud. He goes, this is what he says, and I quote, we've got to shun folks and we have to shun people into getting this vaccine. He goes on to say further that people should require their friends to be vaccinated to attend their barbecues and birthday parties they host. Friends don't let friends spread COVID. I kid you not. That's what this guy just said on national television. Of course, it was posted. It was supported. Oh, this guy's right. He needs to do it. Animals never let the dumbest of the pack run the herd. Why are human beings letting the dumbest of the packs run the herd? You have to be somebody that's living under a rock to not think for a second here. Maybe, maybe I should question what's in this. Yeah, this 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 is RNA technology. Even Pfizer says it on the box. They don't know what this is going to do. They have no idea what this is going to do long term. It has not been approved by the FDA. But yet now we have all these people coming out and saying, well, if you don't get it, you can't return back to normal. If you don't get it, you can't do this and you can't do that. Now, if you guys saw in New York City, Governor Cuomo has now said Yankee Stadium that basically seats for the uh, the Yankees, uh, for the Mets, and so forth. He now said they will be having vaccinated and unvaccinated seats when they open the stadium. I kid you not. He said starting May 19th, full capacity at Yankee Stadium and City Field will be available for fully vaccinated people. However, for unvaccinated capacity, it will only be 33% of the allowed capacity in their section. To comply, of course, with the CDC social distance rules and masks will be required at all times. Wait, what? Are, did we just bring back segregation? Oh, this is the vaccinated group over here. 100% capacity. Y'all can do what you want over here. You get the best premium seats. Heck, we're going to give you a discount. We're going to give you discounts on your food, on your tickets. Don't worry about it. 100% capacity. Oh, we have this little section over here. If you're not vaccinated, you go to the back of the bus. No, you don't, you don't get to sit in these front seats. You get this little corner nosebleed seat over here, and you only have 33% capacity. Ironically, what he said in the tweet, 33. Anybody else pick up on that too when I said it? 33% masonry number? Imagine that. That's what he puts out in the tweet. Oh, by the way, because you're not vaccinated – and we have to do limited capacity, the seats are, are going to be more expensive. So instead of, you know, $20 a seat for the good seats for the vaccinated people, uh, you know, you're in the back of the bus. You're, you're second-class citizens. We've segregated you. They're going to be $500 a ticket Yeah, if, if, if you want to go up there. If you don't, it's fine. You don't need to be around anybody. You need to stay at home because you're not capable of being in society because you haven't taken and blindly accepted an RNA shot to be pushed into you. Guys, I mean, were we not reverting as a country here? We're literally bringing back segregation now in the terms of vaccinated and unvaccinated, when in reality, they're not even vaccinated. They're experimental test guinea pigs that have been shot with an RNA gene therapy injection. Not vaccinated. They don't, it doesn't even fit the definition of vaccine. They even came out with that months ago. But everybody goes, oh, it's what it is. Wake up and look what they're doing to us subliminally and psychologically. This is a full-blown psychological war that's being waged on the American populace. And whether or not you think this shot is safe or you don't think it's safe, just just go – go. I mean think about it both ways. Okay. Is it safe? Is it not safe? Take that out of the equation. If it was so effective and it was so amazing and it was so safe, why would they have to put 
such a PR program out like this to try to convince everybody just to get it? Wouldn't everybody be lining up to get it because they're saying, dude, this thing's great. You don't even know you got it. You never get sick, never have any health problems. There's no side effects whatsoever. Everything's great to go. We don't have any more restrictions. Dude, why, why in the world would you not want to get it? But that's not the case, is it, either? We still have, I think, what, two-thirds of the populace that hasn't even gotten it, or one-third of the populace. I think they're saying 100, 150 million, 160, 170 million people, 180, whatever the number is, that still haven't gotten the shot. Really? That doesn't, that doesn't sound like something that everybody wants. <laughs> it doesn't sound like something that everybody's clamoring to get right now. It sounds to me like there's a whole lot of people that don't want to be injected with experimental gene therapy. But don't, no, you can't do that. You need to shun people. As they said on CNN, you can't let people come over to your house if they have been shot. You've got to shun people. Ironically enough now, Canada's continuing their lockdowns even further. Even though they have the injection experimental shot floating around, Canada's lockdowns are nearly as strict as communist China, they're now saying. They said the tracker, the COVID-19 stringency index, which measures the strictness of government protocols, meet Meeting to handle the pandemic, the score is based on nine variables, including school closure, travel bans, public health measures. Each country has now been given a value, zero to 100 by the index, with the score of 100 indicating the strictest policies. Canada has a strict score of 75.4, which is right up there beside China, which is almost right at 78. Canada is acting like communist China, sadly, is. You know, Canada is controlled by British rule still, and they pretty much don't have much access to true firearms anymore. The United States, we still have access to pretty much anything we want for good reason because of the Second Amendment and for any lawful purpose. If I ask you that, why, why do you need AR-15 with a 150-round arm attack saw drum? Any lawful purpose, bud. I don't have to explain myself to you. Any lawful purpose. It's the Second Amendment, my friend. There you go. You don't have to, you don't have to give an explanation. If somebody asks you, why don't you want to get the COVID shot? Because I'm not required to, and I'm not subject to experimental gene therapy. Look at the Nuremberg Code. I don't have to get the shot because I don't want to get the shot. I have that right as an American to consent. If I don't want to give up my guns, I'm not giving up my guns. If I don't want to explain to you why I need magazines and an AR-15, I'm not going to explain myself to you. If I don't want to get an injection, I don't have to come up with an excuse not to get the shot. I just tell you, I don't want to get it. I don't like it. I don't know what's in it, and I'm not going to be subjected to it. Why has America become so soft and so soft-spoken and so so pathetic that people now are scared to just say no? No, man. I don't have to give you any reason why. I just said no. I had a good friend of ours. They're basically having their second baby now over on the west coast of Florida. And uh, her, her husband, I talked to her last night, her husband's into uh, drag racing, like professional drag racing, amateur professional level. He's pretty good with it. And uh, she asked me yesterday, she sent me a message. She goes, what can I get for my son? You know, Because my first son's two years old right now. We're about to have our second son. And she said, I, I don't want to have any flack with him as far as with shots with the school system, the way everything's going. We haven't, we haven't vaccinated him. She goes, you know, I looked at the research. She said, I, mean, I sent her research a long time ago when she first got pregnant. At first, she was like pro-vaccine. And I started sending her the video on vax. I started sending her the documentation, that basically the research from uh, multiple, multiple sources. And she goes, 
wow. And it, it sparked it. She's real sharp. She goes, I got to do some research on this. Sure enough, she had the baby. She said, no, we're done. And I said, well, I said, what you need to do? I said, you need to go to the health department. And I said, all you need to do is bring their birth certificate. Basically, you need one parent. That's it. Bring the birth certificate. Tell them that you need to get a religious exemption waiver for vaccines, and that's it. They cannot deny you for any reason. Now, they're going to give you all these reasons why you don't need to get one, and they're going to tell you you need to rethink it. And They're going to say you need to make sure you understand that there's risk of not getting the MMR and hepatitis and all this crazy list of stuff they, they list out to you of why he needs to have all these shots. And you just say, okay, cool, cool story. Just please give me my form. That's it. You don't have to be mean. You don't have to be rude. You don't have to argue with them because they can't deny it to you. So you're not in a, a urinating match with them. You don't have to try to win the argument. They're not going to believe what you say. They're just not. I'm telling you right now. I've already been there, done that. So is dad. So get your form and leave. And she goes, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to set that up. And I encourage everybody, if you have a state that can do that right now, get that for your kids ASAP. And I mean that sincerely. If you need to, get that for an adult ASAP. Because quite frankly, if you're working at a job and they try to make you get an experimental gene editing shot and you have a religious waiver, as far as I've been told, again, I'm not giving you any legal advice. You talk to your own attorney about this depending on what county city you're in. You have legal ramifications if they try to terminate you for not getting a shot and you have a religious waiver. But again, you talk to your own attorney about that. That's just to me. It's one more roadblock in maintaining a resistance against tyranny. That's just my opinion on it. So again, my friends. We are in a psychological warfare right now. This is a full-blown war. I mean, I mean that sincerely. Get the information out there. Wake people up. The more people that wake up and don't get this gene therapy injection, the better off we're going to be as a country because we're going to stand in unison and say, listen, it doesn't matter if you try to shun us. It doesn't matter if you try to basically accost us. It doesn't matter if you try to belittle us. We're not going to comply with this because we know we have a right to say no. And everybody needs to start remembering that in this country. Keep your immune system strong. There's nothing to fear. Vitamin C, D3, zinc, and iodine, like Dad said. I know so many people. I mean, I got a laundry list of people that I've talked to who have basically had all types of immune system issues. It basically made sure they kept their immune system strong with these natural supplements, and they were able to push their immune system and get through just about anything naturally. Our God-given rights are to be able to say what goes inside of our body and it's our basically our knowledge. It's our requirement, so to speak. It's our obligation to take care of our body because we're made in the image of God Almighty. Always remember that. So do not live in fear because God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. Always remember that, Dad. What do you think? You know, Austin, it's almost like getting somebody saved. Not as important as getting saved, but... It's like you start talking to them about Jesus, and they start realizing their life's not going the way it needs to, and suddenly explain who he was and what he did on the cross and how much God loves them. It's like a light bulb goes off in their head, and they go, oh, wow, I see it. I'm going to accept Jesus to be my Lord and my Savior, my soon-coming king. That's what they say. They, they believe it, and all of a sudden, they're all into Christ, and they're like, wow. And if they get proper mentorship and they read their Bible – in most cases, if they've had a true born-again experience like that, they don't ever fall back away. They don't ever fall away. But it's, it's kind of like that. you know. And I've talked to people about it. And I've had people have told me years over the years, they said, you know, it's easier to get people saved than it is to get them to change their diet. I said, well, that, in some cases, that is true. Well, again, I'll say it the same way this way now. We'll use it a different example. It's sometimes it's easier to get people saved than it is to get them to not take a COVID shot or to basically not take any shots. 
or basically do the research. But when that bulb goes off, when that light bulb sparks, and they go, whoa, I see it. In most cases, those people who were basically pro-vaccine become adamantly non-vaccine, and they become a van- anti-vaxxer. <laughs> so they got to call us names. You're an anti-vaxxer. You're a vaccine denier. You're practicing pseudoscience. You're stupid. No, no. I- I'm-, I'm trying to figure out, you know, why right now we're having all of these people with all of these health issues and how we've had thousands of people, over almost 5,000 now, according to the CDC's own website, die of vaccines in the United States since the implementation of the COVID. 4,178 Americans dead following the experimental COVID injections. Deaths from COVID shots now equal 20 years of recorded deaths following vaccines since 2001. Wait a minute. Yeah, oh, yes, CDC has just released the newest total of deaths reported following the experimental COVID shots as they were granted emergency youth authorization, and they have no idea what they're going to do in early December through May. Well, they have an idea what they're doing now, aren't they? And that total now stands at 4,178 deaths. I mean, why in the world? (laughs) I guess it's like eating pork, I guess. I don't know. You tell people pork's the number one cause of cancer. You know, you tell them that. And you tell them that, you know, pork's an unclean meat. It's a biblically forbidden meat. God built you. He manufactured you. He created you basically through Adam and Eve. And he told you specific guidelines to follow and that certain foods kill you. Certain foods are healthy for you. So he tells you to follow his rules, not to put you under bondage in the New Testament, but to keep you healthy. And you say, well, I'm going to eat pork anyhow. And, <laughs> and, and I just shake my head. I go, okay, whatever, bud. I'm not going to do it. Well, why? Well, again, it's like saying this. I know the mark of the beast and what it's going to do. And the Bible says it's impossible to be saved once you receive the mark. But I'm going to go ahead and take the mark, though I know it's impossible for me to be saved, and I'm going to ask for you to pray for me so I can be saved. (laughs) I'm sorry to laugh, but this has been one of those weeks, guys. And you go, but I can't do anything about this. I can't pray. I, I, I can't. You chose to do this. I can't fix it. Well, just pray. Just pray that the, 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 the benefits of the, of the COVID vaccine outweigh the side effects. And I'm like, you already know the side effects are death. <laughs> what do you want me to say? Keep taking your antioxidants, I guess. Keep your immune system strong. I don't know. This is permanent gene therapy. You've changed, your, you've changed yourself into something else, into a spike protein producing facility. And you think, wow, okay. But, you know, I, so we can give you statistics after statistics after statistics and tell you no, no, and no, and probably no, and, and, and no again. And, and the answer is no. Oh, God kind of did that too, didn't he? Remember in the book of um, Deuteronomy and Exodus, and he's talking to the, to the Jews. I, I used to call them the Hebrews back then. And he, and he says, um, look, here's the deal. I'm going to tell you what to eat and what not to eat. I'm going to give you laws and tell you what to do and what not to do. Now, if you choose to do what I tell you to do, you're going to have life, and you're going to have life in abundance. If you don't do what I tell you to do, what's going to happen to you is you're going to have disease and death. And you go, oh, wow. And you say, well, it can't be that direct. No, it's that direct. He says, choose life or choose death. Now, this is God talking, so you can't argue with me about this. This is something that God said, and so whether you like it or not, it just is what it is because he is the great I am. He is the same yesterday, today, today. And forever is what I believe. So, here, so 
then God, God has enough of because they still aren't getting it, right? You know, he's given this book to Moses. This is part of the Torah, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. And he, and he says, okay, let me put it this way. He goes, here's the hint. I'm going to give you the cliff notes. I'm going to give you the answer to the test. <laughs> I'm going to give you the answer to the test so you can take the test as you pass. I'm telling you, choose life, <laughs> not death. And they go, oh, oh, wow. Okay, we got that now. We got the answers. And they still turned right around and continued offering their children to Baal and the Malak and the Asherah until they were scattered in the desert and sold into captivity and slavery and bondage. Yeah, because they couldn't get it right. He gives them the answer, but they couldn't break the old habits. Isn't that true about all of us? Isn't that true with any of us? We know cigarettes are bad. We do. I don't have to tell you cigarettes are bad, but you don't want to stop smoking. We know that our, you know, our parents had a problem with alcohol, and maybe one of our grandparents was an alcoholic. Maybe one of our parents was an alcoholic. Maybe our brother's an alcoholic, and yet we still think that an occasional drink is okay, and we can go ahead and just drink as we want because it really doesn't matter, and we ignore the fact that 10% of the population is genetically predisposed to become alcoholics, but we keep drinking. And we think, well, a little bit of pot every once in a while, that's okay. It's okay to basically get myself stoned once a week or twice a week. Well, shoot, might as well do it every day. Really nothing wrong with it. It's legal in all these states now, so I'm just going to stay stoned all the time, and that's okay too. Human beings are a funny bunch. Or I shouldn't eat this pizza. You know, I, I've got to drop some weight, but I'm going to eat the pizza anyhow. I, okay, I, I, I shouldn't eat this food, this Twinkie or this Ding Dong or this cupcake because they've got 20-year shelf life on them, but I'm going to do it anyhow because I like the way they taste. And, and, and see, human beings are funny. That's why God had to give us a specific guideline to follow as far as our diet and our lifestyle choices. He had to because we get caught up in all kinds of weird stuff. All of us do. And so we have to stay tight on a lot of different things, especially when it comes to our health. You say to somebody, grab a round little mini trampoline, get some good shoes on, check with your doctor first, make sure you can do it. Start jogging on the trampoline, hold a chair if you have to. One of the best blood pressure exercises you can do to keep maintain healthy blood pressure. I don't want to do that. Okay, well, then go out and walk some. I don't want to do that either. What do you do? Well, I sit in the couch eight hours a day watching TV, you know, eating chips. I have high blood, I have high blood pressure. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe you need to change your lifestyle. No, I don't want to do that. Just give me a pill. And I'm like, well, you can try the HDH stimulate. It helps to maintain healthy blood pressure. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> and, and, and guys, I heard it for years. I heard it for years in the clinic. And finally, I got to the point where I got so frustrated. Because, you know, a lot of people come to the clinic, you know, I become friends with them. I really liked them, and they just wouldn't change their diets. and They wouldn't do anything to improve their health. They'd get started for a few weeks and they'd quit. They'd get started for a few weeks and they'd quit. Yes. That's why so many people are dying from heart disease, diabetes, and cancer in the United States. That's why we have the, lead, we have the highest death rate of cancer in children, age 14 and under, of any industrialized country. We have the highest infant death rate of any industrialized country because of the vaccines, because of prenatal nutrition, and you think, well, it doesn't matter. Well, yeah, it does matter. Or now they're coming out with a brand-new study that says that the basically the birth rate in the United States is down to 1.6. That means we're not, you have to have a 2.2, 2.3 to maintain the population, which means when 30, 40, 50 years, there will be very few indigenous Americans left because we're basically self-extinguishing. We're kind of like snuffing out the light to our own candles by not having more babies. you got to have <laughs> – you got to have three to four kids, guys. Why? Well, that's a lot of kids. That's a lot of work. They're a bunch of brats. I don't want to mess with them. Well, if you don't vaccinate them with five 
If you don't vaccinate it with someone's the hyperbole, if you don't vaccinate it with 76 vaccines, they're pretty easy to raise when they're young. They don't go guts. They don't go wild because they don't have all these ADD issues. Most cases, if you keep them clean on the diets, but you got to maintain more. You have to have more children because let's say you have two kids or, or one kid. What happens if that kid gets killed in an accident? Forbid that. God forbid it. But now you've zero reproduction capability for yourself. It doesn't work. So you got to have 2.3 to maintain a population, which is about three kids. You need to have four just to try to maintain a little bit of, I guess I should say, patriotic majority in the United States. You've got to do something. You know, but, but look at the French, look at some of the more of these vaccine stories. French Drug Assessment Center says all four COVID-19 vaccines are dangerous and all four should be pulled off the market. Here's something else you're not thinking about. 19,916 eye disorders now, including blindness following COVID vaccine reported in Europe. Almost 20,000 eye issues and blindness in Europe right now. Why is that? Well, it's because people, as the Bible says it very clearly, it says that light is coming to the world, but the world is before the darkness. And I'm not using that as a pun for people being blind at all. But what I'm saying is that people don't want to see. They don't want to see what's happening. And we need to take a look real quick. We've got to take a look at what happened, you know, on January the 6th and what happened last year. We have to get a, we have to get that in our system. We have to realize that we've got a major, major, major problem going on in the United States with election fraud. And now what we're seeing here, and I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, and some people said, well, that was negative. OK, I'm not being negative. I'm being real direct with you folks like I always am. We have got to go in at the county level, in the city level, in the state level, and we've got to restore the republic the bottom up. You can't do it from the top down anymore. There's Jeffrey Epstein and Mossad have thousands of politicians, including judges, including Supreme Court judges, you know, blackmailed with videotapes of having children, you know, in sexually compromised position, drugs, whores, all of it. And we, they, they, they control them, especially with their 60 to 70 dual citizens in Congress and all of the stuff they can do to basically push the narrative they want through the Rothschild banking cartel. If we can't stop this election, basically, being the most fraudulent in America, think about this. It's from the top down. We had 40,000 affidavits signed about election fraud, thousands of pictures of people committing fraud. We have videotape of poll workers committing fraud before our very eyes. And if you can't find a judge that will see this, then, then basically what are we going to do? Well, we have to start at the grassroots level. You got, when you have judges in the United States that are being elected, local judges, county judges, you got to do a background check on all of them. you got to find out who they are and what they believe. you got to find out if there's some liberal nightmare that wants government and communism everywhere or if they're patriots and they're Christians. I'm just telling you guys straight up now, you got to put people that are believers back into positions of power, not to try to force Christianity on people because that's something we need to do as far from proselytizing. But everybody has a right to be a Christian or be a heathen or be a Hindu or be a Buddhist or be a Jew or be a Muslim. We can't force that. That has to be a freedom of choice issue. But we have to find a way to get our country back, and the only way we're going to do it is through conservative values, through Christianity, through real Christians who haven't totally, completely compromised themselves. Really, really important. And again, today's show is more of a fireside chat with you guys today, thinking about the side effects and the solutions and all the other things that we have going on right now in the United States of America. But think through this for a second. If you can't get your local county or your local city to do what's right, how are we going to get the 
people in Washington, D.C. to do what's right. You know, Austin and I went to that, that planning commission meeting a few weeks ago, and we got them to see our point along with a whole bunch of other people that were very upset. And we got something completely and totally changed that was going to be in our own neighborhood. That's what we have to do. Find out who the school board people are if you elect your school board officials in your county. Find out if they're liberal nightmares, if they're lesbians, if they're gays, if they're transgenders, if they're Christians. Find out what their values are and if that's the value system you want to be put into your children's mind. Because whatever they are, that's what they're going to promote. Just a heads up. That's what they're going to do. So that's why you elect them so they can represent you. So if those are your values – Whatever. If those aren't your values, then whatever. But put people in who have the values that you want taught to your children. Because, guys, if we don't, we're going to continue to stop raising little Americans. Guys, I love you. I appreciate you. This has been a wild show today, boy. I tell you, you guys are absolutely awesome. And you guys are great. I got to pray for you this morning. I had the privilege and the responsibility I took off several years ago of praying for you. I want to thank you for supporting Health Masters. If you didn't support us, this show wouldn't be here. I mean, I could be, I guess I can't be any more direct than that. I'll say it again. If you didn't support us by getting your My Vitamins and your deodorant and your mouthwash and your toothpaste and all the different things you got from, you get from us, we wouldn't be here. And quite frankly, I really like talking to you guys every day. You're my family. I had a yesterday, I talked to a girl and her name's Terry. And I said, you know, she was saying, well, I don't have any family here where I live. And I said, you're, you are my family. And we, I talked to her for a while and Sharon talked to her for a while and, She's wonderful. I've known her for, gosh, close to 40 years now. Love her like a sister. She is my family. So are you guys. I mean, we're all in this together. I mean, every one of us are in it together. All of you who listen to the show every day, I appreciate you guys. Thanks so much. Also, go ahead and finish it up. Yes, absolutely. And we continue to just do the best we can to get this information out there. Like Dad was saying earlier, you know, what we saw on a federal level isn't going to change anytime soon. If we can't change that election after everything, all the stuff that Sidney Powell came out with, all the stuff that we continually saw, then we obviously know that we're going to have to start going this from a state route. And as bad as that sounds like the original premise of the Civil War, that's pretty much where we're at again right now. Like Dad said, when you start getting the the whole entire – not the entire, but a large percentage of the Senate and the Congress compromised – with the Epstein files and everything else, you pretty much know the truth that's going on. Now they're talking about this administration, and uh, CNN brought this up the other day, of course, because they're letting us know what they want to do to us. The uh, Homeland Security now, according to multiple sources, is looking on how to surveil U.S. citizens now without a warrant. Apparently, they have completely maxed out their capacity on how far-fetched they can dig into people's lives, how far they can monitor, how far they can go in and basically entrap people from a legal standpoint with Homeland Security. And I kid you not, what they're talking about here now is using private firms, private security firms, to act as middlemen to obtain information about broad summaries and analysis of narratives that are emerging on social media sites and in people's conversations and lives. They said the firms would create fake identities to access social media spaces that are private, which the government can't access, gathering information on the citizens, 
rather than actually going through a correct workaround and getting a warrant and basically spying on somebody, even though those get compromised half the time too, they now want to start using private security firms to set up fake social media sites to go out and reach out to members, groups, forums, pages, and basically start trying to entrap them. That's what they're trying to do, to go in there and spy on people, to talk to them, to gather information on them, and if need be, contact them and basically try to get them in conversations. This is why I've warned people for years about having explicit conversations online with people you have no idea who they are. Granted, if you're texting somebody you know and it's family, I'm not talking about that at all. They already monitor that if they want to. That's why I tell you before, if you want to have a truly private conversation, it needs to be in the privacy of your own home without smart devices, without your phones present. Just saying that out there. I know it sounds paranoid, but I'm being dead serious. If you're trying to talk about something that's actually private, what they're wanting to do now is taking it a whole nother step further. Because they've seen the success of Facebook shielding themselves with third-party fact-checkers that are essentially paid to do what Facebook tells them to do, but they're a third-party agency, so Facebook can't be held accountable for fact-checking and blocking and banning their pages because, hey, the third-party fact-checker agency said this is false, fake news, or hate, or you know, hate speech, or whatever they want to call it. So we're just going off what this independent company is saying. That's how Facebook's gotten away with this, by the way, if nobody's figured that out yet. This is what Homeland Security wants to do now. So the search warrants and the spying have become so invasive they can't go much further legally. They want to now hire a third party to go in and befriend you and add you on social media, even though you're private, and start recording and transmitting all of your information and in some cases contact you and then relay all the information that you are saying to them. Be very, very careful with these chat rooms, with these forums, and with social media platforms. I cannot say that or reiterate that any further. They already showed us what they wanted to do in D.C. when we had a protest, a peaceful protest for the most part, of four million people in D.C. And then a few people got unruly and got aggressive and basically were let into the Capitol, as you can see on numerous videos. And, of course, now they've used it as an excuse to go after thousands of law-abiding citizens – many of which were just in D.C. for the protest to basically say, hey, we don't want this happening. We're not okay with election fraud. Then they've Some of them have been arrested. Some have been under surveillance. Some have been harassed, intimidated. The list goes on. This is where we're at right now in this country. So I encourage everybody, work with local people. Have private conversations privately. I tell people that all the time. If you're meeting with a couple people that you know, have a private conversation. Stay off the phone as much as you can. Just telling that out there. Don't be talking on the phone about stuff you only be talking on the phone about. Don't be texting stuff you only be texting about. Have private conversations and keep it at that. I encourage everybody, continue to stand by your convictions and get this truth and information out there. I appreciate you guys. We thank you for the continued support. Be sure to check out Health Masters and the product of the week, the one and only methylated B complex, one of our most popular formulas we've ever had, incredibly good for energy, for brain functioning, for overall health. The B complex on sale right now on the website is product of the week. Be sure to check it out and take advantage of it while it's on sale and vote for what you want to see next week as well. If you guys need anything, feel free to give us a call, healthmasters.com. 1-800-726-1834. We appreciate the support, my friends, because as you guys know, 
We don't do ads on the show. We don't do ads on our website. I don't have pop-ups. I don't sell revenue. I don't sell anybody's sites. We don't even have anything hooked up to Google Analytics. That's how anti-pro big tech I am. Majority of companies, and it drives me to, to no end, when I go on alternative media sites and they're talking about certain topics, and I'm like, oh, let me read this article. And they have this big blocker on there. You have to basically allow cookies and accept all these terms and cookies if you want to go on the site. That is going in and it's making sure that they have the ability to track everywhere you go once you leave their site, including keystrokes, including search engines, including uh, clicks that you go on. I'm just letting you know that right now. We don't have any of that on our website. I don't sell your information. I don't gather the information because, quite frankly, I don't care what you're doing. It's none of my business. You're an American citizen, and you deserve not to be spied on by anybody. So I really, really try to maintain that even on our own website. So thank you for supporting Health Masters, my friends. Y'all have a blessed, safe, awesome night, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.